Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today, my passion peep is someone who's overcome a harrowing experience as a child and now inspires and motivates others to search deep within themselves to create prosperous, healthy and enriching lives. Now, Drew Canoli is an author, a fitness specialist and a nutritionist and is one of the most reputable personal coaches in Southern California. Now, Drew is committed to the conviction that people are their best when challenged. He pushes others to push through personal barriers and reach new heights in physical, mental and spiritual well-being. Now when you hear his story, you'll be shocked and you'll totally understand why he now lives a life of passion. So enjoy the video. Well, hi Drew, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's Thank good you. to be here. Excellent. Um, now we're going to just dive straight into the questions today. Perfect. I'm looking forward to this. Awesome. Okay. So. The reason I've actually asked you here today is because I know that you're a person that leads your life on passion, mm -hmm. but I'm assuming that it wasn't always that way for you. So, <laughs> so what is your journey? What is your background up until now? That's a good question. So I was always living passionately. I had this real you know, zeal and zest for life, and it actually happened at a young age. See, for me, I was brought into an experience where I was abused as a kid, physically, emotionally, you know, even sexually. And it was hard, but every single thing led up to this point where I was actually, you know, put into this other house when I was adopted at the age of six, and my mother told me to pray every night. It was instilled that we would go through our prayers at night. And I was praying for, you know, the typical things a six-year-old would pray for, the dog, the cat, grandma, grandpa. And one night I actually prayed to forgive the man that had done everything against me at that young age. And that completely changed my whole entire experience from that point on. Um, my sister at the time kind of held on to it. And you can see her life. So I was living passionately after the forgiveness. But I think the forgiveness is key in explaining that to you. Because a lot of people hold on to things from the past. They don't let it go. And it creates this life that they don't really want to be living. So for me, I let that go at a young age. But I was still living in this vicious circle of, it's Drew's show, right? I would go out and I would try to get people involved in my experience and I really wasn't giving. I wasn't living in a giving zone. So I lived my whole entire life like this. I graduated from college, worked 12 to 14 hours a day. I mean, there was times when I'd get three or four hours of sleep and then be back to the job again, working for money, working for something that I thought people wanted to see. You know, they, they related me with success and money. So this is what I was trying to attract. And then after working there for so long, I moved down to Florida and I met this mentor and he said, Drew, if you do one thing, make sure you're doing something to bless others. You know, this business is not about making money. It's about actually helping people. And that really stuck with me. That was like one of those things that kind of switched in my mind. So then I started focus on what can I give? The more that I can give, obviously the more is going to be attracted in my experience and the more success there is going to be. So once I made that switch and I was 
<laughs> and it wasn't like instant either. Mm. You know, we keep going back to our old routines. Absolutely. It's this vicious circle that I was in. So I would go back and I met some amazing people when I used to live over in Florida that were extremely good at what they were doing. You know, we were flying around on private jets and just living this life, traveling all over the place, but it wasn't me. I was still doing something that wasn't my passion. I was in the credit and debt niche. I was running a company called Eat My Debt and Waterfield Credit. So I realized that if I wanted to change, if I wanted to start living in my passion, I had to change my environment. So one day I decided to move over to San Diego, California, just get out of the environment that I was in. And that's the day that it all changed because I left everything that I was comfortable with, everything that I was used to on a day-to-day -day basis for something that was new, something that I could create, you know, almost like a painting. You could start putting your own paint on there and then developing your own life at that. So I was in San Diego for two months meditating, thinking about what I wanted to do, and then it hit me. I realized that I get the most joy when I can help somebody with their own personal transformation. Similar to the transformation that I went through as a kid and I had that mind switch with forgiveness, that's really what does it for me, you know, seeing somebody else transform. So right. we started Fit Life TV, and then I was able to live within my passion. Right, because you so know, often sense. it's fine threads that take us from where we were, yep. you know, struggling to where we, you know, where we want to be. Yep. So, so I mean, are you saying that the move from Florida um, coming here was one of those fine threads? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so what is what, what is Fit Life TV? You know, what is the describe yeah. the life that you live now from where you were then to, yep. to where you are now? Perfect. FitLife.tv is the website. It's um, a culmination of everything that I've learned within, you know, using the mind movies and, you know, the affirmation station, which I'll show you guys a little bit later, and the other thoughts and ideas that have contributed to my fit life, mm -hmm. so to speak. And a lot of people think it's all physical. They think it's this, you know, website where you get to go work out tips and exercise and all this stuff. But you know as well as I do that physical fitness starts in the mind. So once we create that, once we get the whole mindset and the mind frame worked out and our people that follow us, their lives start to change radically. And we've had unbelievable transformations. I don't know if you've seen some of them online, but you know Kent Clothier, Jason Medley, some guys that we're putting an event on with, they've literally changed their entire lives in a matter of 90 days, but it didn't start physically. That was just a sideline goal of what happened. Mm. And you can look at the pictures and it just blows me away what you're able to do in a short amount of time with the desire and discipline and determination to yeah. go out and get what you want. Okay. But it all starts up there. Absolutely. I know I've used my movies personally yeah. to help me reach a weight loss goal as well yeah. and a health goal. Yeah. So it's been fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, you know, in my experience, I know that success is not an accident. You know, and successful people have, have a routine or they have certain habits or things that they do every day to keep them on track with their goals. Yeah. So what are the, some of the, th the things that you do to keep you on track? Perfect. This is something that I've been doing for an extremely long period of time, but I call it developing rituals. You know, when people think of rituals, they're like, well, is that like going to church or, you know, all this <laughs> funny stuff? It's not. It's like developing a ritual for what's important to you. So as soon as I get up, I have a morning ritual that I do every single morning. You know, I lay in bed and I just get extremely grateful. And some mornings you really don't feel like being grateful. You know, you're just sitting there and you're like, well, what is there to be grateful about today? But as soon as you start to get 
that gratitude, you really start to feel it. And then you can inject it with emotion because that's really what creates it stronger. So for five or 10 minutes, I'm just completely grateful for every single thing in my life. And it may be five things, it could be a hundred things, but then I get up. And then as soon as I get up, I go out to my kitchen and I do what's called a, a steam rinse. I put a little peppermint mm -hmm. in a pan and then I put a towel over my head and I just breathe in, breathe out and I open up, this is kind of funny, but one of the things I learned from Paul Check, a mentor of mine, you can open up your left and right brain hemisphere by the different ways that you breathe. Right. So I do that every morning, mm -hmm. take a cold shower, <laughs> which is tough. <laughs> That's part of my morning ritual. And then I'm off to the gym to move. I find that moving the first thing in the morning creates that physiology and it gets you excited about the day. And you know, it's, it's something that is an absolute must every single morning in my life. When I come back, I meditate for 10, 15 minutes. Sometimes I'll read for 30 to 45 minutes, things that I'm into, personal development, the mind, you know, fitness, that kind of thing. And then after I'm done reading, then I um, have breakfast. And normally it's, it's pretty similar breakfast every single morning. And then I start my day. So it's that morning ritual that I have that's set up every single day that without a doubt, it doesn't matter where I am, if you're traveling, all over the place, you can still do your morning ritual. You may not have to go to the gym every time, but at least you can get up and move and, and do things that are similar to that ritual to keep you in alignment. Yeah. Now, I've actually seen, uh, because we've, I've done a few of these uh, vid uh, interviews, yep. and uh, nearly everyone that I've spoken to, uh, their morning ritual includes some kind of exercise yep. um, and some kind of reading or learning. Yeah. You know, and I know that we bump each other at the gym quite a bit yeah. <laughs> in the all mornings. The time. Um, but, and what I try to do is actually have my audio books on my iPod. Yeah. So I'm actually listening to my books while I'm exercising. So I kind of, kind of combine the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, now my next question, and you'll probably have a, a lot of experience with this, um, is because I actually get a lot of emails from people who say, how do I keep positive when everything seems to be working against me? Yeah. Now I'm sure that when you're working with people that are going through personal transformations, they mm -hmm. must hit, you know, hurdles at times. Yeah. What kind of advice do you give to them to get, to get through that? I, um, I have a tool that I use, mm -hmm. and it's called the Affirmation Station, right? I made a video on FitLife about it. But I basically take my cell phone, and I program different affirmations. So similar to mind movies, if you can program your subconscious mind to constantly be running on this other level, then there's going to be fewer times where you're actually going back into it. Mm -hmm. So you just take the alarm, and instead of the label, you can do this in any smartphone, you just write out whatever you're working with. Because there's going to be times when you're working with things and you may not be having the best day. But realize that even for a moment, and I can't stress how powerful this is, that your thought gets lost and you start really thinking bad about the way the day is and how woe is me in your life. That's totally killing all the goodness that's about to come into your experience. So the faster you can correct that, the much more successful you're going to be at creating that life that you want. But it all starts with recognizing your own thoughts, mm. hearing them for what they are, and then becoming a ninja <laughs> and breaking them down immediately when, when things are not coming from you. You see, and, and that's one thing that I've worked with a lot, is recognizing that there's a lot of world beliefs out there. And it creates almost this energetic field that can contaminate your experience. And you could call it animal magnetism or whatever you want to call it. But when I start to get that, that's when I can make that switch and realize that it's not part of my experience. And then I can create different affirmations or thoughts that can lead me back down to the path 
of what I'm what I'm creating, what I want other people to experience when they meet me, different things like that. Yeah. So the alarm is kind of reminding you that. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's like a bit of a pattern interrupt. Yeah. You know, you might be on this thought process, and then you have that alarm <laughs> going. You go, oh, that's right. What am I thinking? Let's go back and, to thinking positive. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned uh, abundance as well. Mm. Like a lot of people struggle with the whole money concept. Mm. The alarm works perfect. And I'll give you an example of this real quick. Okay. I have an alarm that says money is coming into me like a tidal wave. And then when it flashes up, my screensaver actually is a wave. So I get a visual of this thing mm. happening too. So when I see this, I really feel what it's like. I look at the wave. I And you can do, what's, you can do see, hear, feel. So what does it look like? What does it feel like and what does it sound like so I, I hear this wave coming in and then I really feel it like hitting me and coming into my experience and I can't tell you how many times Natalie where I look at the phone and I'm like all right let's test this out let's test the universe <laughs> you know and it's really not a it's kind of funny but I look in my email and then sure enough even this morning I looked down and money just came in as soon as I hit refresh on my inbox there was money sitting right there because of this tool staying so aware all the time. It's, you know, standing portal at the door of thought, yep. I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, it's the same way my movie works. Yep. You've got, you know, the, yeah. you've got this, the music, you've got the yeah. informations, you've got the photos, yeah. the whole thing. So, Everything. Yeah, awesome. All right, now I have one more question for you. Yep. Now, it may be difficult to narrow this down to one thing, but if there was one actionable step that people that are listening today can implement right now to make a change in their life, yep. what would that step be? I believe the biggest step would be to, you know, for me, and I can use this in my experience, similar to the story that I told in the beginning, but it's letting go of everything. It's letting go of the past. You know, if somebody's done something wrong by you, letting go of that. And I actually, you know, to kind of tie this in with the past story, I was speaking to one of my mentors, and they said, Drew, you forgave your dad at the age of six, right? And I did that, and I go, but you didn't let it go. That's what my mentor said. And I mm. said, well, what do you mean? She goes, you should write a letter to your dad and thank him for bringing you into this experience. And I thought at first, you know, our egos are <laughs> up. And really? I'm like, what? Should I, yeah. Should I really be thanking this man that abused me? You know, if I, there was a time where if I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, this man would put a cigarette out on my head. So to forgive those type of actions, I thought was enough. But to really thank him? So getting grateful for that impacted my life, letting go of everything, and then recognizing that whatever your hang-up is, and it's, it doesn't even have to be that. It could be something much worse, and there always is somebody in a worse situation than you are, but getting to an authentic point in your own life mm. is only going to bring more into your experience, where you're not living through patterns of self-created stuff that happened in the past that you had no control over and then recognizing that you have control. Yep. And that's so. the thing because the, the, the forgiveness and thanking, it's not about them. Yep. It's about you. Exactly. It's about letting go of that so that you can progress and live your life of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that would definitely be it. Letting go. Wonderful. Yeah. So, um, so Drew, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah. Thank Re you for having me. Very this insightful awesome. answers. Great yeah. to hear it. Um, so guys, until next time, remember to uh, live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, 
please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.